Welcome back to The Rack Podcast. This is Sonia. If you missed it, be sure to check out last week's episode featuring PA State Representative Manny Guzman and his path from eviction notices to energetic political leader. Today we are bringing a fun episode to you featuring two of our esteemed faculty in our health professions programs. Stephanie Herr and Dr. Megan Zarillo are both highly successful young women working in the nursing field. Megan came to RAC from Alabama, where she earned her doctorate degree and is now serving as the student success coach here with us. Steph is in year three of her doctoral program and is an assistant professor here in both of our nursing programs. There's so much more to talk about, so let's get started. Please welcome my friends, Megan and Steph. Thanks, Sonia. We're really excited to be here. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Yes, it's great to have you. Thank you for spending your day with us and coming in over your summer break when you normally have off. Of course. (laughs) So tell me what brought you both to the field of nursing. Was it something that happened in your life specifically, or was it something that you always knew in high school that you wanted to do? Uh, I can start. I think for me, um, it was just something I always have been a pretty caring person. And when I was doing my college search in high school, narrowed it down to the health profession field. And when nursing came up on my college search, I just did some shadowing with nursing and found it to be the right fit. Yeah. So my story is kind of similar, Um, but I always knew I wanted to do something in healthcare. I just wasn't sure what. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandma was an Air Force nurse and I always thought that that was something that was really, really interesting to me. Wow. Um, And my aunt was a labor and delivery nurse. So I kind of always have had like half of my family is teachers and half of them are nurses. So now I'm like a nice hybrid in between both of them. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and then in college, I kind of just, you know, shadowed, found nursing, found all the different options that you can do in nursing. And that's kind of really what what stuck. So when did you know that nursing education was going to be your specialization, that that was the way that you were going to go? Um, Personally, for me, I think... When I, so my first degree was biochemistry at Albright, and then I did a BSN Express program through Villanova. When I was at Nova, I really, really had a lot of support from my faculty. I loved the program. People think I'm nuts, but I would go back and do it like a million times over again. Everyone's like, (laughs) nursing school's the worst, you know, it's so hard. And it is, but like, it was, I just had so much support. Like it was the best 14 months of my life. I lived in Philly. It was amazing. So I think education really started then when I was like, wow, like these faculty are really awesome. They're really helpful. Like I would love to do that one day and give that support back. So I think really then and then when I really started to jump in on the unit, I loved educating like um, students coming on to clinical. I loved educating other staff. So then I was like, okay, yeah, that's definitely what I want to do. I'll jump off from where um, Steph was talking about being and doing education on the unit. I think that's where I really found my passion for education. I really did a lot of educating new hires, being a preceptor on the unit, being an adjunct at another local college to the hospital. So that really is what really started my drive and passion for education. Okay, so I know there are also a ton of other ways to go in nursing, lots of other specializations to choose from. So Steph, if you'd like to start, can you just tell me a little bit about what the possibilities are available today to nurses today? 
Sure. So honestly, the possibilities are endless. You can do so many things as an RN or an LPN. It's kind of amazing. You can work at an elementary school as a school nurse. You can work at a long-term care facility. So that would be like an extended rehab, or you can work at um, like an elderly community. Um, You can work at a local hospital in an acute care setting. You can specialize in multiple things. So like I'm a, a certified obstetrical nurse. So that's like my specific specialty, that's what I do, but you can specialize in all different kinds of nursing. Um, Megan, can you think of anything else? I know I'm missing. Yeah, definitely. So much. Even branching out into just like community health, public health, yeah, oncology nursing, even travel nursing is huge right now as well. Yes. So those there's so many different options. I personally did a little bit of labor and delivery, like Steph here, and then did neonatal intensive care nursing. So you can go from the pediatric population all the way through adults, gerontology. There's just a lot of possibilities. You know, when I was helping out in the nursing division a few years ago, I had the opportunity to speak with some of the students, and they so often had a story about a nurse that they had come in contact with when a family member maybe had cancer or needed respiratory care or something like that, and that's what really drove them into the field. So it's yeah. good to know that they can start with their RN or LPN degree here at RAC and then go into really whatever they're passionate about. Exactly. Yes. Yep, definitely. So tell me more about the opportunities for the practical nurses. You know, a lot of what you're saying I know relates to what happens after you would earn your registered nursing credential. So what about LPNs in the field? Um, This is Megan. I'll start. Um, So LPNs, really, they're providing a little bit more basic care under the supervision of a registered nurse or healthcare provider. But really, their opportunities are endless as well, and they're expanding. So we think of an LPN more so in like a doctor's office, a clinic, or long-term care, like Steph had mentioned, but now even a lot more hospitals are starting to hire them as well. So I would say for them, a lot of similar opportunities to the ones we previously mentioned. Okay. Yeah, I definitely going off of that, that's exactly what I was thinking. You see them a lot now in more of like the doctor's office settings, um, but I think we're even seeing more LPNs in the home care setting also. Um, so I think you made an excellent point, Megan, that do, you can really the opportunities are endless. You can really work in any kind of setting that you want. That's so neat to hear. It's so incredible to learn about all the different choices that they have once they graduate. But I know that after graduation, that's not, they don't go right into the field. That's not the end of it. So speaking of that, can you tell us a little bit about what a prospective nursing student can expect in terms of their licensure exam? Sure. Um, This is Megan again. I'll start with this. So once students pass the nursing program, whether it's for the associate degree or the PN program, they have to to take um, a national licensure exam, and that's called the NCLEX. They take either the NCLEX RN or the NCLEX PN, and that test is testing that they're a safe, competent, entry-level nurse. So while they can graduate the program, we still have to get them past that benchmark of passing the exam. Then they get their license to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, definitely. And like Megan said, that you have the NCLEX RN and the NCLEX PN. So while they're similar national licensure exams, they are a little bit different in that, you know, like Megan said earlier, the LPN functions underneath the RN. So the RN kind of helps to um, facilitate that care. So yeah, definitely. So I know that their NCLEX is a big deal. And I know that we work really hard here at RAC to make sure that they're prepared for that. What are our overall pass rates like here for both programs? That's a great question. Um, So I'm Stephanie, I'll I'll answer that one first. Our RN program last year had an overall NCLEX pass rate of, I believe it was right at 93%. I think it was between 91, 91 and 93. And now we don't have numbers yet for this 
year because we still have uh, students that will be testing. Um, usually they test from probably late May until potentially October, November. But historically, our numbers have been pretty high, which is great. And then Megan, do you know off the top of your head what the current, I know we have a cohort that's finishing out in the PN. Yeah, currently right now we don't have the exact PN numbers, but I do know that we are, should be in the 90s for that awesome. right wow. now, but we still have some students left to test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So the numbers are preliminary, but, yeah. but pretty, pretty high. Yeah. So I know that those numbers are really incredible because you definitely, when you're looking at nursing schools, you definitely want to go to a school that's going to have a good pass rate, but there's so much that goes into that beforehand. So what can a student kind of expect going into nursing school here at RAC? Yeah, this is Megan. I'll um, take that one. I think so much of the time, a lot of people have a skewed perception of nursing that, you know, they're just walking down the hallway and passing out medications and really that role of the nurse at the bedside or any of those other roles that we talked about previously, they really encompass so much more. And there's so much critical thinking and judgment that has to be made in the moment that we have to do our due diligence. And our job is to make sure that the student is prepared to enter practice to be able to make decisions and be that care member right at the bedside. And I think um, I think a lot of people's views of nursing really is becoming more real now, especially going through COVID really showed what that nurse's role is. So it's our job to make sure those the students are prepared to be a nurse at the bedside with those clients. So it's a really tough program. I'm not going to lie about that. All nursing programs are very hard, but we have a lot of things in place to help students be successful. Yeah, I definitely agree with Megan on that. I think academically, to be a nurse, you have to be very strong in your sciences and in your math courses. I think so that's one thing that you really want to focus on. But I think a lot of times in college, you know, you see students like Megan saying like walking walking down the hall and I you were talking about nursing but and sometimes you just like see someone you pass them and they're like they just look like they've had just a, a rough day you know and 99% of the time that's probably a nursing <laughs> student um, which that's not a bad thing we just were we ch- were nursing is very challenging it's very challenging and but I think if you put in the time and we here at RAC are here for students. We want to see them succeed. That's our ultimate goal. Um, we don't want to see students unsuccessful. So if you put in the time and the effort, we're going to also match that and maybe even go above and beyond that time and effort to assure that you're successful. But y- you have to you have to want to do it. You have to have that drive because it is extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. You're learning a lot of stuff, what physicians are learning. You're learning the pathophysiology, anatomy. Pharmacology. Exactly, you're learning what the pharmacist does. So you're doing the pharmacology. You're basically the eyes and ears 24 seven of a patient. So you're doing 15 roles in one. But at the other, you know, at the other side, it's an amazing career and it's very, very well worth it. So if you put in the time and the energy, and like I said, we as faculty, we've gone through it, so we know how it feels. So when when we, we can help with that and um, assure that they're successful. Sure. So, and Megan, your role is the student success coach, and I know that that's relatively new to our program. So yes. tell me a little bit about what you do with the students to help them succeed. Yes. Yeah, so 
um, let me start by saying I, it's a new role and I love it and it's still expanding. So basically as a student success coach, I meet and I partner with students. I partner with the faculty to identify maybe some students who are struggling a little bit. Um, students can come in and see me for walk-in hours or make appointments and I help them with anything from just getting themselves organized, time management, making a calendar for studying, to reviewing content, having study sessions. Um, we also review exams or quizzes that maybe they saw that they had a knowledge gap on and need more help with. So all various sorts of things. I also, sometimes students just need a, someone to talk to and to vent to. So we do a lot of that as well. And then just recommending them to maybe other resources they might need within the college or the community. That's really great. So to those who may be unfamiliar with the progression of the nursing field and their education, I know we've talked a lot about what they do here at RAC as far as their LPN and their RN degrees. And it may sound a little bit confusing to some people who don't realize that you can have a doctorate in nursing. So tell me a little bit about what it means to have that doctoral degree in your field. Steph, would you like to start? Well, sure. Um, so, Since you're new and you're on your way there. Yes, I am, can't wait to be done. Um, yes, I am almost there. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, you can, I think a lot of people get confused too. If I mean, starting back at the associate level, you know, you can get your RN degree at the associate level, work for a local hospital organization. Um, they will actually help pay for you to get your bachelor's. So that's kind of the progression. You start out with that that associate RN. There are some diploma programs out there, but the associate is um, is what RAC offers, and that's a pretty strong entry point. So then you can go along, get your bachelor's, um, and then once you get your bachelor's, then you can branch off into a master's program. So like Megan and myself, we both have our master's in nursing education, but you can get your master's in nursing administration. Um, you can get your master's in all different kinds, like leadership, things like that and then move on to that doctorate level. So really in nursing, there are two major doctoral levels. There's your PhD in nursing and your DNP in nursing. So uh, Dr. Zarillo here has her DNP and I'm going for my PhD. So there's not a whole lot of difference. Um, I think overall the DNP, and Megan, you might be able to speak to this sure. a little bit more, but um, the DNP is more like clinically based focused yep. where the PhD is more research based. Right. And one important thing to know is they're both terminal degrees in nursing. So that's kind of your last step, the highest that you can achieve. Like Steph mentioned, the DNP is more clinical practice. So as an example, for my DNP project that I did, I did a transition to practice program helping new nurses transition to actual clinical practice. So that was a more clinical focused project, whereas Steph, the PhD is more research focused. So right now she has a great project she's working on. Um, you could probably speak to that a little bit. Yes. Tell me about your project. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually entering uh, my dissertation credits in the fall, which is very exciting. So a lot of my coursework is done. I just have to get the research done. But my focus is, so like I said, I'm a um, certified obstetrical nurse. So my focus is on um, the lived experiences of women who are identifying as experiencing what's called dysphoric milk ejection reflex. Um, it's a phenomenon that happens during lactation and breastfeeding. So that is kind of like my jumping point. Um, so the next thing I have to do is I have to gain participants. I have to get waivers signed. I have to collect data, conduct interviews, and then basically overall, I kind of pull all of that data together as research and say like, okay, these are what these women are experiencing and this is what we can do to kind of help uh, support them. 
That's really incredible. Thank you both for sharing your experiences because I think it really gives our listeners a chance to understand that maybe they're not in their nursing program yet. Maybe they're in the pipeline like so many students are here at RAC. Absolutely. And just to see where they're going from here and where they could be one day. So thank you for sharing. Sure. And I think it's a good point to note that there are so many students that come to RAC, nursing students, that mention, you know, from day one, you know, I really, really want to be a nurse practitioner or I really want to be a midwife or, you know, I really want to be an educator one day. And I think that's great. And setting, you can never set the bar too high in nursing. And I, we love hearing that the students want to continue furthering their education. And we're definitely here to see that happen and we'll help facilitate that as best as we can. So the bar is never set too high. You know, you can just keep going and keep doing it. So I know it sounds like nursing is your whole lives <laughs> based on everything that we've talked about. But I mean, tell me what you like to do when you're not teaching our nurses of tomorrow. Megan, what do you like to do? Sure. So I live in Lidditz, Pennsylvania with my husband and we have two dogs, Layla and Bear. So we spend a lot of time outside with them. We like to go hiking, um, kayaking. We also, as much as we can, like to take some weekends and go down to the beach. We like to bike as well. So just really anything being outside. I also have chickens. I was going to say, you can't leave uh, out the chickens. <laughs> that we, um, they're egg-laying chickens, so we um, use them for eggs. But That's what, so cool. I think we have, oh gosh, I think we're up to about 12 now. We have um, 14, but six of them are like baby chicks, and we're giving a couple to my neighbor. So I think we'll settle out at 14, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> they expand quickly. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what do I like to do in my free time? Do you have any free time, first of all? <laughs> right. Between school, here, and your school. You know, it's funny. People say that, but I feel like I do. I don't know. I'm a really good, like, scheduler and planner. My husband might not agree with that. <laughs> and if you're watching or listening, <laughs> so sorry. Um, but... I, I do. I, yeah, I, I feel like I have time. I mean, and I like so I work full time here and then I do pick up per diem hours at the local hospital like because I still want to be bedside. Like I still love having those bedside nursing skills. So I do that. I'm a graduate assistant through my Ph.D. program, which just means that I'm kind of like underneath their faculty and I just help them grade papers and things like that. It just helps with tuition reimbursement. And then when I do all that, I have a beautiful three-and-a-half-year-old little girl. She's my world. Um, so I hang out with her all the time. We have little play dates and parties. And, of course, there's my husband. But, you know, <laughs> he, he just kind of hangs out wherever. He, he, I, I am currently pregnant. I'm 22, 23 weeks, and we are expecting a boy. So my husband is very excited. That is so exciting. Because he, I think he's, like, sick of the tea parties. He's, like, all oh, right, sure. nail painting, tea parties. But she knows how to get dirty, too, so it's okay. So he's, your new son is going to be a sports fan with your husband, right? Yes, we are huge Philadelphia sports fans. If anyone ever comes up to me and says otherwise, I may have to turn around and walk away from you. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing a little bit about yourselves with us. That's really great. And thank you both for being here with me today and sharing your passion. It's been so great listening to everything. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having us. This was fun. Did you hear something today that piqued your interest? If so, we can help you be successful in either our practical nursing program or our associate degree nursing program. Our flexible schedules can help you meet your goals. Visit rack.edu slash academics slash health dash professions to learn more about the programs we offer and how to get started. 
Application is fast and free. Call 610-607-6224 or email admissions at rack.edu to begin. Classes start soon and you are never more than a few weeks away from your new career. Check back each week as we bring you more inspiring stories of success. Visit us at buzzsprout.com or wherever you're listening to us right now. This is Sonia on the Reading Area Community College Podcast and I can't wait to see you next time. Bye.